Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alita. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to the club. Hello, guys. Welcome to this week's episode. We are pre-recording. Yes. (laughs) Just in case of emergencies over the month of September, there's lots going on in our personal and work lives and whatever, and we're just going to do a little batching. (laughs) Do a little bit of batching. Sorry, my brain is like not working. It's late on a Monday (laughs) night as we record. Yes. So, okay, we're going to start off as we normally do with our weekly favorites and our weekly updates. So, Rachel, what's your weekly favorite? Okay, so I have a few. Okay. Um, the first one being I got I got it actually like a year ago, but I just used it recently. <laughs> For the first time? No, I've been using it, but like okay. it's been a while since I used it. I got an at-home nail kit. Oh, nice. I don't like to go sit at the nail salon. Like, yeah. I'm totally fine to go get a pedicure because it feels Pedicures good. Pedicures are nice. I dread sitting for an hour I'm just so bored which hurt yeah I just I get so bored I don't (laughs) I don't like it I don't like sitting at the nail salon at all and I'm trying to save money oh good so I got a gel kit and I got my own nail drill I don't know how safe that is a dremel yeah like nail dremel is that what it's called? called? A Dremel? I think so. Like it spins? Yeah. I think that's what it's called. I call it my drill. <laughs> your, your nail drill. <laughs> yeah, I call it my nail drill. Yeah, so I use the Dremel and it's been super nice. Um, my nails aren't great by any means at all. I am not a nail tech at all, but yeah. it's been really nice just to save some money. So yeah. my nail kit for sure. And then my other one is the Olipop Cherry Vanilla Flavor. Okay, I have not tried that one. I just tried that one for my first time a few days ago. So good. It's approved by me. Okay, it's in my cart. I was actually going to Instacart today, and I had that one and the Tropical Punch one, because I haven't tried the Tropical oh, Punch one That one's one yummy, too. But I've heard really good things about that one. Yeah, so. that one's really good. Dang. But that's okay, all well, for I'll have to try that. So, um, my weekly favorites are... Okay, so... When we're recording this, Love Island just finished this last week. So everyone should already know the winners. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just started it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say who the winners are okay. then. Yeah. <laughs> but I was very happy about just like this season. I, I know everyone's like really controversial about like which country does it better like I really didn't mind the USA one this time I personally like to listen to trash tv when it's like Australian or the UK because when they cuss it doesn't sound so bad you know (laughs) and so it's like I can tolerate more of it because it's like they have like different words like trashy words bloody hell (laughs) yeah and so it's like it it doesn't like seem so crude you know but like I can watch it like in front of my kids whereas I can't watch the USA one in front of Joe because she's like a copycat right now and we'll just <laughs> say everything Mimic. that I say yeah so 
That and then um, I think I talked about this at one point on the podcast, but the My Luna Lux blanket, she recently rebranded to Nuzzle Co. or something. Is that the checkered? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. That thing saves my life. Like it's my emotional support blankie. <laughs> like I love it so much. And Joby has one too. She has like a little baby size one, but oh, they're the, they're the best. And whether it's like really hot, really cold. It just like fluctuates with you. So anyways, they're pretty. Yeah. Those are my top two favorite, but I did see some on Amazon that are like dupes. There's always going to be dupes. I know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just curious if the quality is the same. Cause I, I know that this lady just gets them like mass shipped. We should compare. Yeah, we should. But I'll they have like really I've cute ones on Amazon. Yeah. Cause I really wanted to get one. So I'm like, hey, that's cute. Checkered is in. Yes. So I wanted to get one. So that's good to know it's on yeah. Amazon. I'll bring it over. Yes. We'll compare. Yes. Well, and we're redoing the podcast room. So I was going to get some like more cozy blankies for Ooh. you here. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah. Okay. Weekly updates. Okay. So last week it was my mom's birthday. So we celebrated with her, but also my mom shares a birthday with my cute coworker slash friend. Um, Allie. Allie. <laughs> I feel always saying coworker because I'm like, she's also my friend. Yes. But we work together. Um, so I celebrated with them. They share the same birthday. They're both Virgos. Love it. <laughs> um, and then what else? Oh, yeah. We finally announced at Revive that we have an injector coming on. Her name is Beverly, and I'm so excited to start working with her. She's amazing, and yeah, she'll be working at Revive Tuesdays for anyone in Arizona that might want some injectables. She's great, and you can see me because I work Tuesdays <laughs> too. <laughs> um, and then I watched the other night Vampire Diaries on Netflix the night before they kicked Aww. it off. And I cried like a baby. That's so sad. But then <laughs> I, found out, I found out later that it's on Peacock and HBO Max. Oh, so good. I'm no longer upset about good. that. So I did that and I start school this week. I don't know if when this podcast comes out, you guys will probably know what school's for. But just in case, I'm not going to say yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to school for. Um, but I start school this week and I'm actually really excited I'm not as nervous as I thought I would be. I'm a little nervous just because anything new can be a little nerve wracking. Totally. But I'm just mostly excited to learn because I'm so excited for what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I start that on Thursday. Yay. But those are all my updates. What are your updates? Um, <coughs> well, I'm currently almost 36 weeks pregnant. So by the time that this comes out, I will probably have had the baby. Yeah, you probably will. Probably, which is so crazy. It is. But I have been having contractions all day long. I know I've said this for literally the last five weeks that I've been having contractions, but today was the most contractions that I have ever had. So today is September 5th when we're recording this. So, um, yeah, no, I've had so many contractions and it's just been like so close together, but then it just kind of withered away so I had contractions for like almost 10 hours today consistently and then they just like they still they're still happening but it's like not intense enough for me to want to track it so it's just like frustrating and I just want her to get here already because I'm so excited but I do have a doctor's appointment tomorrow so I should get some more clarity or just hope 
of when yeah when i feel like your go. whole pregnancy has gone so fast and now at this point i feel like the past couple of weeks have seemed very long literally a million years <laughs> just because yeah. we're so close it's like when you're so close to something you're like okay well come on and like they've been telling me since i was 31 weeks like oh any day now any day now you're at a 4 and 80 any day now and i'm like how long can i literally sit at this like dilation that's it's it just like blows my mind and so if they check me tomorrow i'm gonna be like just blown away if i'm not at like a 10 <laughs> just kidding yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um what else oh so this week too um i get or i i got my hair scanner but i'm having Yay. it installed on wednesday into like my computer system um and then i'm gonna start scanning like friends and family this month and just start practicing oh my heck yeah Get me on your list well i have 10 appointments <laughs> booked for november wow. so far so i'm so excited but i'm like okay now's like crunch time for studying and just like mastering just the hair scan because it's it's new and it like kind of makes me nervous right now just i just want to be able to deliver the information in the clearest way possible for clients and yeah. like i think just the only way to do that is to practice you know, mm-hmm. so anyways, I'm very excited and I'm so grateful for like the support that I've gotten from just people wanting a hair scan. It just validates my decision to do this. Well, it is like <laughs> actually revolutionary. Like Seriously, it's not, I'm not very many people do that. And I feel like that just adds, it adds to your resume. It makes you so totally. unique and it only benefits your clients. Yeah. I'm so excited. Wait, I have another thing that I want to tell you. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I've already talked to you about this, but it's a book that I'm reading. Um, it's Okay, so I just finished one called The Glucose Revolution, which yeah. was so good. And then another one, um, it's called The Rain Barrel Effect. Oh, I feel like I heard you mention Literally, that. Literally, it blows my mind. Every single page that I read, like, my mind just explodes with information. And it's it's a super easy read. It's not like a, reading a textbook. But it is a health book, but it's by this like naturopathic medicine doctor, and he also st- studies like Ayurvedic medicine and just medicine from all over the world. And then he has compiled like what has made people live the longest, and like fine tuned cool. everything, and like has just found like the best of the best of every. Oh, I want to read culture. That. So it's really cool. And, like, the statistics that he talks about just, like, make me so angry (laughs) about America sometimes. Because, like, you know that people have done things with good intentions. Like, preservatives, for example, like, in foods. Like, yeah, we want, like, a longer shelf life on our foods, Uh right? But it's, like, the long-term effects of what those do internally to us are not worth it. I think it's, I was talking to actually my coworkers about this the other day. I think there's a balance you have to find um, with anything. Totally. Like you don't want to ingest crap, but it's like, I feel like you, you have to find a balance. Over. Yeah, Just like, exactly. Am I going to die? Because like if I eat this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and one of the statistics in his book was saying that I think it's like, kids after or the generation that's born 2015 and after are not predicted to outlive their parents yeah you told me that that's crazy yeah and it makes me so sad so i'm like my kids are gonna live forever so (laughs) i'm gonna like figure out just how to find the balance of like 
exposure to things and just ways that I can make my home a healthy home and instill good mm-hmm. habits in my children without it being an obsession. Yeah, I think that's great. But it's a good book, so you guys should read it. Rain Barrel Effect, and then the other one is Glucose Revolution. The girl who wrote it is Glucose Goddess on Instagram. She's amazing. So, yeah, go follow. <laughs> okay, so we are going to jump into today's episode which is how to get out of a social media rut. We're getting really specific here about the topic. Um, But do you want to get us started, Rachel? Yeah. So when you're in a rut, I was actually in a rut last week. (laughs) Um, I think it's good to recognize that you are stuck because that's okay. No one's going to be feeling great 24-7. Um, But another big thing is stopping your limiting beliefs. The definition of a limiting belief is a thought or a state of mind that you think is the absolute truth and it stops you from doing certain things. So that could be something such as, I'm not good enough to manage this project, or I'm too young to be the manager, or I don't have enough time to invest in myself, things like that. Um, I remember when I took a makeup class that's when I really learned about limiting beliefs um and so like another example when I first applied to revive I didn't get the job and I was like okay I'm never gonna work at revive ever (laughs) and I put that limiting belief in my head and and then I'm like hey yes you can keep trying and then I got the job so I just think it's good to not have those limiting beliefs no matter what that is and then to pick a few small realistic goals to start working on so that's just like my little intro um because a lot of it comes from your headspace so number one you want to start yes so um we have just a couple of um ideas here that we wrote down um the first one is don't make it difficult Honestly, the only thing that makes social media difficult is ourselves. (laughs) Um, No one is holding us to some high standard expectation of content creation of like, this needs to be revolutionary. Like it does not need to be super complicated and really no one's holding you to such a high standard as you're holding yourself. Um, and so we tend to overcomplicate things, which then puts us into, I feel like a deeper rut because then we just get in our heads of like, well, I don't want to post this because of this, that, and the other reason. And then you just get down a rabbit hole and then you don't post for a month. Literally me. Yeah. (laughs) So when you take off the parameters to your content creation and just start, um, talking like you would to a client or a friend, um, it becomes like creating content just becomes so much more manageable because you don't need to get all sciency and nitty gritty. Like you don't need to be super informative on every single post because that requires a lot of studying on your part. Like you can just talk to your social media as if it's just like a friend or a client and just explain the basics and keep it simple. It doesn't always need to be so elaborate and you don't have to spend five hours on every post yeah so that's the first one yeah (laughs) okay number two repurpose your old content and I guess that can kind of go along with the first one and the fact that like you don't have to sit down and study go through your old content and I have definitely done that before 
Um, if you create your contact content strategically, you can easily go back and pull old content to recreate new content. Um, re repurposing your old content is the easiest way to create when you are in a rut and when you can't think about anything new to talk about. And I've done that because really no one's really gonna remember everything you post because no one's over analyzing everything you post like you do to yourself totally like something that I think about doing all the time is so I've been doing like product of the days and I'm like okay you know I I typed out this whole thing about the products I could just get on my stories and talk and then I could make a reel about it and then just say exactly what's in that same post and then post it as a reel like you can just repurpose it so many different times so I think just remembering like you're studying <laughs> for one post could really go for like five different manners of content yeah so. okay number three this one's a little trickier um but it's stop consuming when you need to create. So myself personally, and I know Rachel does this too, but we like to batch content. Rachel taught me to batch. This has saved my life. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> so, um, so for just at least for myself leading up to when I need to post, I try to not consume much content just so that my brain is fresh um, and original on my own like topics or ideas and that I can just focus on what I'm talking about instead of trying to gather all this new information about the topic that I'm going to talk about. Does that make sense? I don't know if I, if I just explain that right, but I try to not consume right before I make content yeah. so that I don't get in my own head totally get that. and I don't jumble my words like I am right now. <laughs> um, and just trying to like, use other people's words in my own posts rather than just using mine. I just, I want it to be my own. Yeah. You know, no, exactly. It's so easy to be influenced when that's all thrown into our faces every single day. Totally. So, um, I, I found this, um, I don't, it's not a quote, but just this tip that says, consider not consuming any content for 12 to 24 hours before you have to sit down and write or like create content. And this will help free up your mind of any excess information, and allow things to flow a little bit easier. So I think that if you like, maybe you have one day a week that like you batch make your content just the day before that don't consume any or like 12 hours before, just don't consume any just so that everything you do can just be your own. It can be original. Yeah. I yeah. love that too. <laughs> Okay, number four, try to create when or where you feel the most creative. So Lita and I can both share our examples. I feel most creative late at night, and so that's usually when I will work on content and write down ideas I have. Um, and so that's typically when I try to re reserve some time to come up with my list of ideas yeah what about you so um I can't create content <laughs> when there are people around me um so I do the best with like my brain creativity in the morning like I wake up eat breakfast do my journaling do my workout and then by the time like Jovi goes down for a nap around noon I have my time 
like that's when I'm alone, writers at work and I feel like endorphins go in, energy's flowing, my mind's being creative and typically that's a time that I can either sit down and consume content or sit down and create content. So on the days that I create content, it's typically at that time of the day. Um, so typically Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, also, like when I'm at work, if I ever get a break at work, I try to, I don't know, come up with something just so that I'm using my time wisely because I am alone and I struggle making content when I'm around people because I do enjoy just being around my family when which is we're good hanging out, you know, <laughs> and so I would rather like not be working on a post that's going to take me a long time when I could just be spending that time with my family. So, um, yeah, that's when I prefer or just at night, but I am not a night owl. So if I start to create something, there's going to be so many spelling errors <laughs> and like <laughs> things are going to be off a little droopy maybe because I will be so tired. Um, So I think that the best thing is just find out when you're most creative and which situations kind of put you in a good creative headspace. Like maybe that's you taking yourself on a date to a coffee shop and spending an hour there and creating your content, like romanticizing it and having it be once a week. You just pencil that in your schedule and having it just be your time. So it's something that's meant to be fun. It's not meant to be hard and it's not meant to be I don't feel like it's meant to feel like work no, really like it should be fun it's just supposed to be a outward like sharing what you love yeah sharing what you love and sharing what you know and it doesn't need to be like oh I have to be the resource for every esthetician out there or for every client out there they have to know from my page yeah you can just have a fun page yeah so no, taking the pressure agree. off <laughs> I agree I think it's fun to sit down and plan yeah when you're going to be creative, totally. which doesn't always happen totally. <laughs> that way. Yes. So give yourself grace, but yep. just know yourself. Yeah. Okay. Number five, go back to the basics of your studies. I got this tip from someone and it helped so much. Last week when I was in a rut, someone told me to pull out my old textbooks read trusted online articles and it helped me so much I just I became so motivated um and you feel good about yourself yeah I I went and studied so I love the sciencey part of skincare Mm -hmm. I find it so fascinating I love to learn about ingredients I love to learn why certain ingredients need certain things why certain ingredients need like fats to help it penetrate deeper. Like yeah. I find the nitty gritty so fascinating. And so I, since I know that's something I love, that's what I wanted to study. So I did, I studied preservatives, I studied parabens, I studied um, just different ingredients and it like instantly, I'm like, Hey, this is what I love. I'm freaking smart. Yeah. You know, hype yourself up. And honestly, it cured me. That's so good. <laughs> it really did. So pull out your old textbooks, read online sources that you that are obviously trusted. Everyone's gonna have opinions too, um, which is great. And so, yeah, I think that's important to go back to your studies. Totally, I agree. Okay, the last one is intentional living. Think about what you want out of life, what you want less of in your life, what you want to experience, how you want to feel and what matters to you and then write them down. So I think that sharing like 
it's so much easier to share on your social media what you live instead of just like trying to create what you don't live honestly like on a day-to-day basis people want to see right like if your morning routine isn't the one that you show (laughs) i don't know it's just like then what's the point of sharing it no it's like or it's like if you do a product review and if you don't love the product then don't don't review it like yeah you know or just like be honest so yeah just post what you want because it's your life and truly no one cares other than you like no one cares as much as you yeah about all the things so um we actually asked you guys what you do to get out of a rut so we're gonna read a few of those and then that'll be the end of the episode okay stalking others feeds and using them for inspo until you get ideas flowing again i love that i think it's good to take inspiration from people i mean don't blatantly (laughs) copy (laughs) but um take inspiration and i think that's a great response so totally thank you and the next one says i have to set aside time in my schedule to write down and brainstorm ideas or i won't do it yep discipline (laughs) it requires discipline for sure something i've learned being in this industry is so i love that you say setting time to write down ideas um and then also doing them because there's so many things we're like oh this would be so cool if this would be in the aesthetics industry or Mm -hmm. just anywhere in life i'll have ideas and i've learned if you don't act upon your ideas the universe will put those ideas in someone else's head yep so I, I don't know why that's something I, who taught me that I can't even remember, but it's something I've always remembered. So when you have ideas, act on those, write yeah. them down and do the dang thing. Okay. Next one. Okay. Look at people's feeds and other industries to help you think outside of your industry. Okay. So I like that kind of piggybacking the other one, but you can go to other people's industries. So whether that be hair or Oh, there's really like parallel. Yeah. I'm like trying to think because like I feel like the aesthetics world dominates Instagram. Yeah. I agree. Like we are taking over. Go us. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's a great idea to look at other people's feeds and get inspo from different realms. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking because I don't know. I feel like a lot of the time that I get a lot of engagement on my social media is when I post more personal things yeah. and I was wondering like what if I shared like my postpartum experience like raw postpartum experience because I have so many like younger girls that follow me that are always asking me about like what the crap is it like after you have a baby yeah. and so I was thinking like is that too TMI though for like my business page maybe Honestly, I've probably posted some TMI things, but (laughs) I I like that. That's how you connect. I wonder if people care or just also like for like my older clients, like to show just like relatability that it's, it's a lot to juggle (laughs) just like life and like newly postpartum things anyways. No, I think you should, because when I think about the people I like to follow, it's because they post personal things and I know that's kind of controversial. Some people are like, no, that's unprofessional. Don't mm-hmm. do that. For me, I connect with people that way. And I'm like, if someone unfollows me or doesn't want to follow along because I share some personal things, then 
Yeah. I don't want them following I'm me. I'm just like, if my client sees me in a diaper, <laughs> are they going to want to see me in a diaper? <laughs> but then, like, I talk to my clients and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, show everything. Like, I don't know. I, but then I'm like, a new client has seen me in a diaper. <laughs> you know, just like those yeah. kinds of thoughts run through my head. So yeah, we'll see. We'll totally. see. We'll see what the vibe is when she gets here. Okay. So the next one says, take a few days off socials and give yourself a breather. Truly going to like the mountains, turning off your phone and then like coming back. It's just like refreshing. It's so It's even just taking a day off, but I feel like especially separating yourself from your normal environment is so nice. Yeah. And I feel like that's so hard to now in this day and age where everyone is glued to their phones, mm-hmm. me being the worst offender. So I'm not <laughs> throwing shade. <laughs> me being the worst offender. <laughs> I'm literally addicted to my phone. I'm I, I think it's because I get such a thrill and such a high off of connecting mm-hmm. on Instagram. Like I've noticed that recently, like I get such a thrill of that. Like I love making friends. I love commenting on posts. I love interacting with people. Um, so when I do put my phone away, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it is, it's mm-hmm. refreshing. You get re-inspired. I just wish we had some Utah mountains here in Arizona. Oh yes. We should them. go up north together. We should. We always plan things. And I say this every single time, but we always plan things. <laughs> I know. No, we really do need to. Oh, let's do it. Okay, last one. Okay. This, oh, I just dropped my phone. Okay. Read your textbook. Go on Pinterest and look at cute pics and look at your bookmarks. I, this is the one I got inspo for that I referred to before when I said I was in a rut and I went back to textbooks. That was huge for me it just it reignited my fire and because sometimes you get in ruts and you kind of feel like well I don't know anything it's almost like imposter syndrome you're like well what the crap do I know like I feel like as an esthetician you go through waves you graduate school and you're like I know freaking everything and then you learn more and you're like I know nothing and then you're like oh I know so much and it's like constantly up and down in waves where you feel like you know a lot and then you feel like a complete idiot yeah been there (laughs) so I think just opening up and going back to the basics helps so freaking much I'm I'm just I was very inspired by the person who wrote this one in because reading back really did help me so so much um and then Pinterest is also so helpful um Alita I feel like you helped me with that I feel like you taught me kind (laughs) of the Pinterest because we share a Pinterest board for our podcast yeah and I, I get so inspired from that. So. I love our Pinterest board for the podcast. It makes me so happy. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Literally the most random things in there, but yeah, they all tie. They do. They do. I think another one of the things that gets me out of a rut is like just finding that passion again. And I find that like through continued education courses. Like yes. if I go to a freaking Skin Better class, I'm like, I want to get on Instagram and go live and just share absolutely everything that I know. Like, not in like a gloaty way, but just like, it makes you so excited because you just have like this passion for whether it's ingredients or helping clients with their skin, like just so many different things or new ideas of how to help your clients. It just like ignites another fire under your bum and you just want to talk all about it. You should share that without... Being without feeling bad like totally what was it I posted a quote the other day about that like don't back down you did the damn thing be proud of yourself oh yeah and there's a way to do it without being 
cocky and rude. totally i agree um well pinterest is the best so if you if you guys ever need like cute just like even backdrop ideas or anything pinterest is just such a good place and they have so many helpful marketing tools if you look up like um even like a content creation calendar and then i i know so many people have made these but there are calendars out there that tell you literally every single day of like what to post and you can look up specific ones for your industry so that you don't really have to think too hard. Like you already have the prompt of the day. You just follow through with it and make it simple. So those are all the tips that we have for how to get out of a social media rut. If you guys have any other ones, please email or DM us. And also our shirts launch tomorrow. By this time, they'll oh probably heck. have already been gone but if we have any extras, we'll post. But we are so excited that our shirts launch tomorrow. We for, how did I forget about that? I don't oh my know, gosh. But I'm so excited. And we just want to thank you guys for all the support that we've gotten from our merch drop. You guys are awesome. And yeah, that's all I have. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, just thank you. Yep. Thank, thank you, you guys. You. We will see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and leave us five stars. It means so much to us and we'd love to see your feedback. If you have any requests for future guests or future topics, feel free to DM us or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.